Hello, I'm Elizabeth, an obsessive backyard gardener who might be able to offer you a couple of tips. And I'm Keith, a landscape consultant, and I'm also passionate about gardening. The one thing we both have in common is muddy muddy boots. They come in rich shades of red and blue. They're full of goodness and deliciously sweet to eat, especially when picked from your own garden. What am I talking about? Berries! Berries, yummy berries. Imagine growing one or more of every type of berry. You could be eating berries almost the whole year round. Keith, Mm -hmm. I love all berries, but if I have to choose, I think blueberries would be at the top of my list. Which are your favourite? I like them all. Um, oh, yeah, I like them all. Um, I don't have blue. I don't have blueberries at home, and I don't have um, raspberries, and I don't. And I and I used to have blackberries, but what do you have? Well, I haven't <laughs> got any berries at the moment. But you know, I, I. And the reason for that is is that that um, I don't have room. Uh, and are you growing everything? Everything I'm under the everything. sun? I'm you can't 80, have it 80 all. Odd, Eighty odd fruit trees. There and must just be some sort of spallier, a spallier thing. I can never say that word that you can do. Anyway, I've currently got two blueberries and a strawberry growing in mm-hmm. pots, which all produce fruit. But I think they could be doing much better. So I am really looking forward to some very helpful tips from you today. Let's go. All right. Tell me what. Oh, and the great thing about berry growing is there there is a berry for every garden, no matter how small it is, including yours, no, Keith. I know. Okay. I know. Let's start with the. The raspberry. Now, okay. that's a delicious berry. I gather there are two types of raspberries, summer fruiting and autumn fruiting, mm-hmm. and they have slightly different requirements. Is that right? That's absolutely correct. All right, so... Raspberries. Yeah, let's talk about berries, picking berries. Oh, you, okay. You, you pick them from, from um, unrestrained uh, blackberries or raspberry plants, you end up being scratched with thorns stuck in your arms and your fingers. As so you see un- people doing that on the side of the roads, don't we? <laughs> yeah, that's right. That was yeah. what all, we always, always used to yeah. do in summer. Yeah. Um, so you've got to understand how berries grow, flower and fruit. And this allows you to better manage these plants. Okay. okay. So okay. Let's, let's, look at, let's first look at how we grow the canes of raspberries first. Now, mm. you mentioned that, that there are two different varieties. Mm. There's actually three, oh. but it doesn't matter. What's um, the third? We, or tell us about the three. All right. Well, the first, the first, the, the first one is is a, an, a, a summer fruiting variety, mm-hmm. and the second is is an autumn fruiting variety, and then there is a, another one that's called a dual cropper. Oh, okay. What's that? So it crops in both autumn and in in summer. Um, in summer. We so need you get that two one. lots out of it. Yeah. Um, you know, so they've, they've been hybridised and changed around. Oh, yeah. Right. So the first thing you need to do is you need to select which varieties you're going to be growing, whether it's going to be in autumn or a summer, and you can have both in different the spots. Duo. What's it called? Sorry, the dew. The dual cropper. Dual cropper. Dual cropper. Yeah. Thank you. So yep. you can check those out. Yep. Um, so you, you need to sort of work out what 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 your varieties you are. So there's varieties such as Autumn Bliss, Heritage, Bogong, Tabery and, and Marionberry, and these fruit in autumn, and they are known as Primo Cane Cultivars. Right. And this means they produce canes entirely in one season, all right? Yes. So yes. This, this, is, this is very important that we yes. understand this. Yep. And they flower in, flower in summer and produce berries in autumn. Right. And these varieties are best suited to coastal conditions or warmer areas where, as they require a less of a chill factor to produce the canes. 
All right, right so that's right. important. Yep. So if you you live near the coast, or you you live in a, in, a, in an area a warmer area, Queensland, yeah, Queensland or somewhere else like that, mm. then the 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 um, the primocane cultivars are the best for you. Okay, and these are the easiest ones to look after because you simply cut the whole lot back down to the ground in winter, and the cycle starts all over again. Okay, so we don't need to do anything after no. that; it'll come up again. Okay. All right, so for the summer cropping varieties, well, hang on, hang on. Before, sorry, right. can I ask? Do yeah. they do they grow? In, so they're quite happily growing cold or temperate climates. Yes, they will. But the, but the the primocane is the best for coastal conditions. Yes, and for warmer, that's the hotter warmer, one. Okay, yeah. okay. Right? So because we probably wouldn't choose them for down for in Melbourne and Tasmania, etc. Um, oh well, we would. It's yeah, coastal, would. Yeah, but it's not warm. Absolutely, we get we get we get frost down here. We oh, had okay. frost this right. year, so okay. there's, there's right. plenty of that. Okay. That's for sure. All right, keep going. All right, so. The summer cropping varieties, this process is totally different. These varieties, uh, and there's some called Chiliwack, Pink Nika, uh, and a purple, known, and these are known as Floricane, all right? So mm -hmm. not Primacane, but Floricane varieties. Mm -hmm. And they bear flowers and fruit on short new canes that have come up from the old mature canes left on to over winter from the previous year. All right, so does that make sense? Sort of. All right. So, so what, what they're actually doing is, is they're, in, if, you had, if you bought these particular Floricane varieties and put them in the ground, you wouldn't get a crop this year. You're very unlikely to get a crop this year. Mm. You, you'll, you'll get your next, your, your next crop will be next year. Okay. Right? So they fruit on, they fruit on, on canes that they've produced the Last season before. Year. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So that's why that's why these make it a little bit more more difficult. Okay. Right. So the canes from the new growth behind you know behind where you you, you prune these. Mm -hmm. So what you I guess this gets very tongue tied <laughs> and twisted and all my the rest. Head's of it. A bit spinning and and a bit. throwing in throwing in questions every now and again really upsets my train of thought. Oh. Okay. I'll stop. <laughs> all right. So this is where you need to observe the the, the spent heads of the canes. In the winter period, and you tip prune these back behind where they've produced the berries. All right, mm -hmm. and then what will happen in, is that in spring um, there will be new canes that will come up from the ground, mm -hmm. uh, and there'll be new canes that'll be produced from behind where you've pruned. Right, right. So you're getting yes. two lots of canes. Yes. Okay. So where you've pruned those canes. Uh, you're going to get your new your new fruit, and then Flowers. the canes that are coming up from the bottom are going to produce fruit next, next year. Got gotcha, you, right? Keith. Thank you. All right. So, in, so in, you know, so you prune the spent canes and and that those that are produced in summer after fruiting, and then in autumn you need to tip prune the new growth. Okay, mm -hmm. and that just in, in, increases the amount of of, um, of 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 new growth and new canes you're going to have on that particular thing. All right. The dual croppers, they have both. Primocanes and floricanes, right. and they will fruit on both. I'm getting those ones. Are you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and cultivars, cultivars of these are Willamette, Sanford, and Lloyd George. Right. And the raspberry cane should be planted in a single row, mm -hmm. 30 centimetres apart, mm -hmm. and you, you, you can have um, two parallel rows of wire, so one, yeah. one, one row of wire at 90 centimetres, mm -hmm. and the next one at 1.8. And that's all you need. So, and, and, and these these would be on either side of, of, of where you've you've run the the, the, the canes. Okay. And that's to support them, okay. so they're not falling all over and, yes. and, and you that know going sense. everywhere else. Makes sense. 
Um, you know, I, I like Jordan cropping varieties the best, as they're much easier to grow and look after. But your choice is based on whether you want summer berries or autumn berries. Or both. Or both. Who wouldn't want both? That's right. Well, Am I allowed would. to ask a question yes, yet? Yes, you can now. Thank you. Um, do we buy them as canes? And you buy where them as canes. can we buy them? Because I don't think I've ever seen them. I haven't okay, looked for well, them. My daughter in law sent me a text a couple of days ago, and she said, um, We've got we've got these canes um, of, of of raspberries, and it was just at the at the local nursery. nursery okay, yeah. Yep. Um, and they were six bucks each. Oh, and good. she thought, oh my god, that's a bit expensive. And oh. then I said, well, there's a lot of other places around, you know, like the the diggers club. They're about twelve ninety five for a cane, so a bit wow. more expensive. So I said, go grab and grab them, them at, grab at six them. bucks. Okay, so right, so so they're available in in winter. As bare-rooted plants. Okay, that's my next question. Yep. When is the best time to plant them? You best time to plant them is just after you've bought them. Now, now. now. So, so if you're going to get them bare-rooted, yeah. put them in now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, also, you can buy them bare-rooted or non, or, or in a pot. We can buy them in pots. Okay, the canes are sitting in a pot, ready yep, to go. Ready okay, to go. okay, fantastic. Um, and you just mentioned how they grow, so you 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 need to have some support for them. Yeah. So you, you would if you if you had say two meters long, and then you put the, the actual canes every 30 centimetres apart, you'd put a couple of poles at either end, you know, no more yeah, yeah, than yeah. about 30 centimetres apart, and then two rows of wires, Wire. and that's it. And that, that'll just contain them, uh, and then you can tie them and do all sorts of things up, up yeah, on those. Yeah, okay, train, right? them, train them well. What are the best soil and weather conditions for them? Um, well, if you, if you want the, um, the dual cropper or the, um, the summer um, fruiting varieties, then you need to be in a cold area where they're getting lots and lots of chills. So we need, need okay. to get okay. chill days down, okay. you know. Right. So, so, so we're in so the right place. You've got to be in the right place. Melbourne is the right yeah. place. So definitely. the types of soil, I mean, they'll grow just about anywhere. I mean, you know, you look at blackberries, they've taken over every roadside verge there is. Yeah. So they're happy to grow really just about matter. anywhere. Okay. It doesn't really matter. But you've got to make sure that they get plenty of tucker because... You want plenty of tucker. So what sort of tucker are we going um, to give them? Uh, always, always organic. So you can put lots of compost, and, okay. like Clyde's compost. You can put that over them or um, any of the organic fertilisers. Okay, okay, fantastic. Now, how long before fruiting then? Now, if we went for the dual, duo, dual croppers, dual croppers yep. we put them in in winter, we put them in now, Yes. then we will start to see it's summer. Summer, you, you, we'll, we'll get, get the first you, lot, first batch in summer. Exactly. Exactly when we need them. Yep. Okay, fantastic. All right, well, I'm very happy to hear about those. Thank you for that. Can I move on to yeah, another berry? Absolutely. What have we got now? Early spring is obviously just around the corner, which is a great time for planting blueberries, as it is with blackberries, mm -hmm. I believe. Now, so let's, I would like to hear a bit more about the blueberries. Is there any other time of the year that we can plant them? Um, bl blueberries are generally bought in pots and it doesn't really matter. Okay. Um, they're already going. Yeah, so, so you, yeah, buy them in pots. I mean, okay. they're, they're going to be far better and, and far better established okay. in pots. They're, from what I know, two blueberries should be planted side by side in order to yield fruit or, or to cross pollinate. Two compatible varieties or two of the same? Am, am I right about that? Um, yes, you are. Um, you, 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 uh, for any any fruit tree, you should always have a have another one near have a mate. It. Yeah, because you, you you get you get greater volume out of out of your plants. Then you get much you know much greater cro cropping yields. Okay. Um, but once again, with with blueberries like uh, raspberries, you need to select the variety that you want because if you grab any chill, old blueberry it, it, plant, it, it's the chill factor again that that decides on how heavy a crop you're going to get. All okay. right, so people that get regular frosts, you'd choose a colder variety. 
and some of these varieties are called Denise, uh, Reviel, Northland and Brigitta. Mm -hmm. And for summer um, climbs, such as the coastal conditions where we are here, mm. um, you go for uh, a variety called Sunshine Blue or Blue Rose. Okay. They're two of the biggest croppers. Okay. And if you've never grown blueberries, then you've never tasted the difference between something that's come out of a supermarket where it's been picked for weeks and sits and loses its its flavour as opposed to going out and, and picking, picking it flesh. while you're oh, working in the garden. Absolutely. Well, I do. I don't even remember what, what what variety I bought, but I'm sure I bought two of the same. I might not have maybe. It doesn't matter. Oh, okay. won't, won't worry well, at all. Okay. All right. Okay. Can they be bought? So they can be bought bare rooted, or just really as only you, as established. Look, you, you would. I would not buy a bare rooted. Blueberry. Um, blueberry. No, I wouldn't. Okay. I'm sure they're available, and, and uh, I, I like to see how the, the form and the vigour of the plant is, first okay. of all. all right. But you, yes, you could. You, there's, there's probably growers out there that do them bare-rooted mm -hmm. um, because they'd, they'd be grown out in fields and harvested, you know, the same way that they, you get bare-rooted fruit trees. Okay. You know, so, but I, I, would, I would prefer a pot. Okay, fantastic. Because you know that you're going to get... You're going to get a crop that year. Yeah, I see. It's going to put put all the effort into into producing flowers and then berries, rather than leaves and roots. And nothing. I am mm. loving seeing mine flowering at the moment. It's very exciting to see. Now, can you tell me? Do they require full sun? Do all of these berries require full sun? Um, well, let's talk about the blueberries and the, and the raspberries okay. that we discussed. All right. So, raspberries and, and blackberries full sun. But blueberries, um, you can grow those anywhere that you can grow an azalea or a camellia. That's right. right? So they can grow in, in, a, in a slightly shaded sort needs. of environment. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's good to know. Um, and, and the reason that they, they'll grow anywhere that, a, that a, a, an azalea or a camellia is growing is because that soil is, tends to be acidic. Yes. Which is what they like. Yes. Um, and they love a mulch of pine needles. So yes. if you've got blueberries... Find an old pine plantation and go and fill bags up of, of uh, pine needles and put them over the over the, 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 the soil the as a mulch. Yes, um, because this um, produces and, and increases the soil acidity, mm -hmm. um, which just is what they absolutely love. And then you keep up feeding regularly, uh, early spring and autumn. Give them a good feed once again, organic. Okay, if we're planting them in pots, and you're talking about them being needing like in, enjoying the acidic conditions, soil conditions. Do we need to do a soil test? Do we need to buy specific soil, uh, potting mix, I should say? Yes, you would, you'd go for an acid-loving potting Azalea, mix. Azalea, camellia, yep. potting. Uh, exactly. Okay, okay, fantastic. Now, if it's not acidic enough, should we do a sh – I mean, what, what should be added and does the bed need to be left for a long time before planting, No, etc.? No, you you need to do a, you need to do a, a soil pH test to know that that, that that soil is an acidic soil. So something of a pH around about six six and a half will be perfect. Okay. Um, so you need to test that to, to ensure that that's right. Mm -hmm. And the only way you can adjust um, a, a soil that has a high pH, so something above seven, is by using a substance called uh, sulphur, flowers of sulphur, mm. uh, and that is not water soluble so you need to apply that and then apply microbes that will turn that into sulfuric acid what sort of micro tell us um go-go juice or oh, wormweed okay. or whatever okay. else something like something that contains that because that converts that into a sulfuric acid that then decreases the ph of the soil okay and then you get but you, you wouldn't be doing that you wouldn't be going out and doing a soil test now and going out and buying sulfurs of you know flowers of sulfur and putting that in and then planting tomorrow because no, no, it no, takes six wait. weeks at okay. least six okay. to eight weeks oh my goodness okay are they prone to any diseases these blueberries um 
No, like anything, if, if, you've, if you've got a, them in a good soil health condition and where they're, they're, they're getting access to everything they need, no, they're generally pretty fine. good. Okay. And, and some of the, the, the autumn foliage on, on blueberries is absolutely stunning. It looks so absolutely a, brilliant. a year-round interest plant. It, absolutely. Yes. Do they need to be kept moist? Is that a they real... They do. Okay. So something like a, a, an azalea out. or a camellia needs... Needs moist acid conditions, so yes, mm. and that's where that that mulch comes in because it helps to retain the moisture. Okay. Pine needles, they're pretty okay. cheap. Yeah, well, let's go looking for them. I think we've got some nearby. When does fruiting occur? Um, well, the fruiting occurs starts to occur. Well, it, it can start depending on what what particular variety you, okay. you've got. It, it's it, but generally you're going to get them in spring, in all the way through into autumn, to, yep. depending on what variety you've got. Yeah. Okay. Now birds love all berries as much oh, as we do. Yep. What do you suggest is the best way to prevent them from getting to the fruit, Keith? Well, I've actually seen your pots. And I know you put a cover over them. I do. <laughs> I do. I've got my, one of my little whites. Um, oh, I shouldn't even mention them because I don't think they're – gosh, I don't think they've got them Nothing anymore. But I do have some fantastic covers, which are great, yeah. mesh covers. Any, even even um, bird netting's fine. You know, you can put yeah. a bird netting over it. When, once, once they're starting to produce those those beautiful blueberries because it's a the pity. black bird loves them. I know. It's a pity because we want to enjoy them. We've got to stick covers all over them. Naughty birds. Um, how and when should they be pruned? That's something I really need to know because they get quite um, congested. They the do. plants do get congested, but I don't want to prune the wrong parts of the plant. Tell us about that. So you, I, I would I would tend, in, in your situation, you've got them in pots, I'd tend to just go around and just tip prune them after, after they've, they've, uh, uh, fruited. they've fruited. Mm-hmm. So just go around and tip prune. And in your case, you'd just use a pair of, of shears. Just go around with a pair of shears and just lightly prune them really? off. Really? Just give them a yep. good old And basic if, if, if they're starting to, to get too, um, too much bushy stuff in through the centre, then just go through with a, a, a fine um, sec pair of secateurs and just take out, you know, and open them up a little bit. You want okay. a bit of air circulation yeah, yeah, going right. in through The air well. circulation is, is important. But generally, you know, they're pretty easy to look after. When should we? Oh, after after flowering, after, after fruiting, after thank fruiting. You, thank, you, thank you. Okay. Now, are there any special requirements to get the very best out of the plant in its first years of growth? Should we be removing the flowers in the first two years, or should, is there something we should do to really promote the growth from for the, the fruiting? I should say from then on. Feeding. It's as simple as that. Okay. Making sure that you once they start to produce their flowers, you're giving them a liquid fertilise on a regular basis. That's all. Okay, so we don't need to cut off the flowers don't, in the I, first. No, year. I don't. I don't think so. Be, because if, if 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 it's if it's capable of flowering, it's capable of fruiting, providing it's getting the feed that it requires. Okay. All right. Okay. I'll so work on them. I'll work with they're that. They're pretty good. Thank you so much for All that right. one. Now, blackberries yes. are equally as delicious as the other berries, but don't have as positive a reputation when it comes to growing them because uh. they can be invasive. <laughs> the birds spread their seeds and cane tips produce new growth as soon as they touch the ground. And some varieties, not all, are covered in thorns. Do yep. you recommend growing them at all? I love them. Um, and my grandkids absolutely love them too. Who doesn't? And, oh, they're, well, they're beautiful. But mm. uh, you don't you don't use the the horrible blackberry you see growing out in the out in the side of the road. You don't use that particular variety because that is invasive, and mm. that those seeds from that will take off everywhere. Okay. But there are varieties that that um, have produce thornless canes. Yes. All right. So uh, the two main varieties are Waldo and Chester. Mm-hmm. 
and and like and, and these these go under a under a um, under a family name Brambleberry. So you've got you've okay. got young berries, Logan berries, Marion berries, and, and and all that sort of thing. Okay. And you grow them the same way that you would grow your raspberries. Okay. So you, they're, they're supported mm-hmm. either side. The only difference is that you would you would have a greater distance between each plant. So two meters between each plant okay so you need a long row or if you're just going to grow a singular one you'll get plenty off it because they're very very vigorous providing you give them lots of food when do they produce their fruit same time okay so these they 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 will produce their food their their fruit in the summer okay um you know and this is this is sort of something that you you need to sort of look at and, and control so that they work the same way that the raspberries of the you know the 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 summer Varieties work. Okay. They produce on old canes. Okay. And what you do is you you would once once you've seen the the, the, the berries come and go, you prune off behind the back of that, okay. and then you'll see the new canes, and you can just simply collect all those new canes and just tie them all off. Okay. You know, so and that's the new ones, and then you 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 remove the spent canes once the fruit's been harvested. Okay. All right, and, and, and that's it. Um, but these these are in, can be incredibly vigorous. They can grow as much as ten meters long. Oh, so I think you just very, need very one, big. really. You won't need more than one, one in a one garden. Be, one would be good for one a One would be plenty, plenty to deal with, Absolutely. wouldn't it? Yeah, okay. Okay, many more on blackberries before I move on to the lovely strawberries? Uh, no, I think we could go jump straight into straight strawberries. Is? Okay. Now, who could possibly not love strawberries? <laughs> Either picked straight from the plant with ice cream or wickedly dipped in chocolate, and they're fun to grow too. Tell us about the old strawberry. Well... The years years ago, it used to be the most disliked um, fruit. Well, it's not really a fruit because it has the seeds on the outside. Yeah. So it's more a vegetable. Uh-huh. Um, but it, it it was it was most the most hated because they used to look beautiful. But when you actually opened them up and smelt them, there was no smell to yeah. them, and then there's no taste. No the flavor. great big, great big bombs they were. Mm-hmm. So the actual botanical name for um, strawberries is Fragaria, which means fragrant, and Anasia. So that's the particular... The, um, the botanical the, name. botanical name. Okay. So most of the ones that you see in the supermarket are hybrid F1 varieties, so that means that they've been cloned and mm. created in the laboratory. Mm, yuck. Um, and they produced little flavour, they're big, they're red... And they're tasteless. tasteless. Yes. <laughs> and they're absolutely hideous. Okay. So we don't want. To, we need to grow them. No. So if you're going to grow, if you're going to grow strawberries, then select the true summer and autumn heirlooms. Okay. okay? Um, there's another variety uh, which which are called woodland or alpine strawberries, and these are, are, are classified as runnerless. So they just they're just a little clumping plant. Okay. Yeah. They don't have little runners that come yeah, off. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And these are the easiest to grow, and they're summer and ever-bearing, which means that they can, they're continually Keep producing, producing, but they're only tiny. Why are they of. easiest to grow? Because they don't require much looking after. Okay. Um, the commercial growers of strawberries actually plough them into the ground after, after that season. So okay. they plough them into the, okay. Yep, so they just turn them into the ground, turn them into the soil, and then they replant every season ah. with new new strawberry plants. Okay. Whereas the, this woodland and the alpine varieties, uh, they're an, they're a natural variety. All right, so they haven't been hybridised or, or changed mm-hmm. in any, any mm. way, shape, or form, and they just keep on producing. And they're they're like a small little bush. 
Okay, so and that's this is the one that you're talking about. So the initial so the, ones you were talking about that we that have runners. What yep. sorry, what were their varieties again? Well, the, the ones with with runners yeah. are, are the, either the F1 varieties right. or the heirloom types. Okay, right. Okay? Yes, which are not as easy to grow. Well, they they're still easy to grow, but there's yeah. a little bit of work that you've got to do to, in order to get the best return on them. All right, well, you're going to tell right? us about that work, aren't you? Yeah, I will. Okay, good. All right, so. Um, you, you need to need to grow them in, in rows once again is the best best and most economical way. And and when I'm doing when I'm doing a, a landscape design, for instance, and I've got a raised say a raised vegetable bed, mm-hmm. I will I will have a row of strawberries planted along the bottom because they only grow about twenty centimeters wide. So so across across the bottom. Oh, of, you mean of, if of, you had a layers? Yeah. So okay. So you can you, and you they can, can just layer hang them. over. Sorry. So they'll hang no, over no, the bed. No, no. Oh, none of that. No, on the bottom. So I've got a raised bed that I'm going to put vegetables in up the top. Yes. And then in front of that, down oh, the bottom. In the garden. In the, in gotcha. The, in, the, in the garden, gotcha. I put a row of strawberries. Uh-huh. So you're getting, you're getting two lots of crops happening there. Okay, okay. And it just looks beautiful. You know, Isn't it good also crop. to have them hanging in from baskets Basket, and things because they do, the, the fruit does tend to hang? Hang down, yeah, okay. absolutely. Okay. And if you grow them in baskets, it makes it hard for the blackbirds to get too. What? Oh, really? Because the, well, they can't, they can't hover while they're getting uh, the, a hanging, hanging and they've got nothing to hang on to. Okay, true. True, so that's good. a great, great way of doing it. Okay. All right. So there's there there is a, a range called heirloom varieties, mm-hmm. and my favourites would be in 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 this order: Cambridge Rival, one called Chandler, and then there are two Japanese varieties called Hokawasi and Kunawasi. Mm-hmm. And, and these these are absolutely sensational. They're all very tasty. Oh, absolutely. Okay. And you get three to four years out of good production out of these. Um, so, so for about ten plants, you get about five kilos of fruit. Fantastic! And it all tastes absolutely magnificent. Okay. Now these varieties produce runners. That's what I was all waiting right? for. Good. Tell us. Um, and so, that, so they'll produce a runner. And what you're looking for, and you need to sort of mark it somewhere. But so it'll send out this long stem that's got this tiny little bump on the bottom, and that little bump on the bottom is is where it, a root will develop once it hits mm-hmm. the ground. Yep. So what you're looking for are the, are the first few runners okay because if you collect all the runners so you know it might produce 20 or 30 or even 50 runners the 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 ones that are are, are the longest back don't have the same genetic makeup as Mm. the first ones okay so the first ones will produce much truer and tastier fruit like the parent plant Uh. and then the further the runners that get further you know down the down the track they're not as tasty. Not okay. As well, I have a strawberry in a pot, which has been in the pot for a little while, and yeah. I haven't been I haven't been removing the runners. So does that mean that my fruit's going to be pretty tasteless? Um, no, it just means that it's probably time for you to have a look at the next lot of runners in in, in the summertime. That, so there's that's still when they, time to yeah, grab some yeah, runners and then, from and then that grab plant. Grab those runners and okay, replant them. Okay. Put okay. them in other pots. I will. Thank get you. Get them up and going. Okay. So the the runners uh, form in summer, and they're best planted out in April May. Okay. All right? And you plant them about fifty centimeters apart. Okay. Right, or so, into separate pots. Yeah, or separate pots, yep, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. All right, so strawberries have the highest levels of antioxidants of any fruit and they contain more fibre than wholemeal bread. Oof. Isn't that incredible? <laughs> ah, I didn't know that. And they also have the highest content of vitamin C. Yes. So six strawberries will provide you with 100% of your daily vitamin C. Just six? Just six. Oh, fantastic. So That's very, worth, very worth growing them just for that. That's amazing. Absolutely. And they can be grown in, in, in any sort of manner. As I said yes. before, you can grow them in hanging baskets, you can grow them in pots, in, in pots raised and beds, raised beds, 
plant them anywhere. Okay. They're just absolutely sensational. They want full sun? They, they, they do enjoy full sun, yes, absolutely. Okay. prefer that. Specific soil requirements? Um, just lots of organic matter. Like, okay. you know, it's... You get a good return on, on, on good soil. Okay. Simple as that. All right. Uh, and, and mulch keeps the berries off the soil as well. Yes. Yeah, so which you, is good. You, so you get could, some of those pine needles. Pine needles great. okay for the strawberries yep, as well? Absolutely. Okay. Because you don't want the fruit sitting in the soil because it can rot. So we exactly. Don't want that. But then the pine needles also make it, it's a deterrent to snails and slugs. Fantastic. We need some of those. I want to do, can you get them at the big green warehouse? <laughs> no, you've got to go and collect them yourself. <laughs> okay. I know. Okay. <laughs> uh, should they uh, moisture? Watered, constant watering. Yes, they, they need they need regular watering, like like any any fl- flowering fruiting plant. It needs a regular water regime, particularly How? the edible types. Now, when is the best time to plant them? Did you tell me that already, and I missed that? No, you, well, I probably did, but <laughs> yeah, the best time to plant them, in actual fact, is April, May. Plant them in April, yep. May, then they'll fruit in summer. They'll fruit in summer. Through summer. And then yep. when April, May comes around again, you then have to remove the, or get, get your the, runners. Get the good runners. That's right. Thank you very much. It's those. in my head now. Um, and like all other fruits, the berries should be protected from hot sun and from predators. Yes. Okay. So you can, you, once again, you can get some little cloches and these sorts of things yeah, put yeah. over the top. Yeah, which can be quite pretty yeah, sometimes. Absolutely. The original plant will last, you said, four to five years. Yeah, three, three to five years. Yeah, okay. and then, and then it, it's it's done its job. It's a, you know, it's a perennial. Perennials, you get the the best out of them by replacing perennials. You know, okay. after about two or three years. All right. Okay. Well, I'm going to get out and deal with my blueberries and my uh, strawberries. Soon, Good. soon. Now, we haven't talked about gooseberries, but they're native to Europe, aren't they? Yes. And they need really, really cold temperatures. So got have, it's got a real chill factor that's involved with with gooseberries and and. You know, quite frankly, I wouldn't waste my time. They're, they're thorny, horrible, bloody things as okay. far as I'm concerned. Don't tell the Europeans <laughs> that. Boys and breeze? What are um, they? Yeah, boys and breeze. Well, they're, they're, a, they're a, um, a, a cross. Okay. Um, yeah, also also a great berry to, to, to grow in the garden. Okay, so they're a cross between the rose, raspberries and the blackberries. That's right. Can you find them? Can we find them? Yeah, in- you can. You can, And you get those in, in uh, bare-rooted canes too as well. Okay. Uh, Sylvan berries. What yeah, are they? Um, I think they're a type of blackberry. They're, they're a form of blackberry, but once again, you know, you you, you really need to go back what to to the, the varieties that are tried and tested. So if you want, want the basics, want basics, you know, for the okay. Chester and the Waldo. Okay, all right. I think you'll agree we've covered the most well known and most delicious Absolutely. of the berry family. Now, he- how heavenly would it be to have one or more of these berries fruiting in your garden at various times of the year? Superb. We should do that. Let's try it. Thank you for listening to Muddy Boots. For more information on today's podcast, please go to muddyboots.net.au and happy gardening.